Okay, everyone, I want to welcome everybody to today's midweek recharge, technically Thursday, but you know, I guess in New York terms, it's still midweek. Thank you again for the invitation. I've always wanted to work with uh, the Direct Marketing Club of New York. Um, it's, I'm, I'm really excited. So the, the one thing about mail, um, and I've spent literally years thinking about this, um, because as a pioneer in machine learning, uh, when Forrester says that 87% of machine learning projects never even get to ROI, uh, it puzzled me because we were able to work with big catalogers and make tons of money. And uh, so why is it that I, who really have no background in that stuff, uh, was able to make it work? And the reason actually is something that's baked into mail, that mail can tell you not only who bought, you know, but anybody can do that. I mean, you run a TV commercial and you're, and people come to your store. Um, but you don't know who watched your commercial and didn't buy. That's the missing piece. In digital, you don't know who, who actually looked at the ad and it registered, but didn't buy. You, you don't even know on most of them who was in the room. But even if they were sitting right in front of their monitor and the ad came by and you can track that with cookies, you still don't know if they were paying any attention, right? Or if it tracked. With mail, you get virtually 100% delivery. We know it gets delivered. We know that it goes to the household. We know that it has to be touched and, and reacted to. And it has to be reacted to by a decision maker. You know, we didn't let the kids pick up the mail. <laughs> And we sure didn't let them throw out the mail, right? Yeah, you say, oh, it all gets thrown out. Yeah, but it got thrown out by the decision maker. I could look through it, take the stuff for me, but I couldn't look, throw the stuff out. She did that, always. So it's, so it's always engaged with at a higher level than virtually any digital advertising with a click. And so because of all that, you know with certainty who engaged with your advertising and didn't buy. And no other media gives you that information. And because of that, it's a foundation for machine learning that can generate millions of dollars in sales. I'm not opposed to omni-channel, but every e-commerce merchant should be doing mail as a laboratory. It should be the foundation of your marketing and then you pour gasoline on it with the social and the mass media. Now, Max, I know that you are a big proponent of testing, especially at the what and the why. So is testing even a thing today? Would you give us a couple of, a couple of examples of tests that you think that every marketer should do no matter what channel you're in? Well, testing is a little problematic. Uh, I did a talk a couple of years ago for Nemoa and they said, why would we want to even have a talk on testing? And so I went around the show and I asked people, what is the direct definition of direct marketing? And everybody said, generate a measurable response. You've probably heard of that. That was like embedded in the direct marketing magazine inside front cover for decades. And um, so we've caused our own, I mean, we've caused some of our own problems there. Um, if you just look at that definition, measurable doesn't even mean we measure. It means we could if we wanted. 
And, oh, there's something missing there, which is the word test. I used to, I used to stop at Bob Stone's house, who was one of the authors of the definition. And I said, Bob, how could you leave out the word test? And he said, he, he said, John, we couldn't imagine that somebody could measure but wouldn't. And we couldn't imagine that if you were measuring, you wouldn't test. But I went around and, and asked people if they thought they were testing enough. And one of the most interesting answers I got was from uh, America's oldest catalog, still in existence. And they said the CFO doesn't like tests because if we, uh, if, if one, one component wins and one component loses and the component that loses uh, generates less profit. So it erodes our profit if we test because by definition, something's going to lose the test. I said, yeah, but how do you know the winner? How do you know what to do next if you don't test? You know, you, he's expecting you to guess the future and, and it doesn't work that way. Uh, I was in a general ad agency for about um, a couple of years and we won five out of five pitches and uh, they would have me get up and talk about how we could measure and we could test and accountable advertising. And, and every one of those presidents or, or VPs said, we like that guy who said you could, you could measure and test. Well, then the meeting came at, where the client comes in for the big, you know, creative meeting. And I never got invited and they have great sandwiches and, and you know, hors d'oeuvres at those things. So I was a little disappointed. And I asked, finally, I asked the creative director, how come I never get invited? And, and he said, well, first of all, your portfolio is ugly. Just because you win doesn't make it, you know, good advertising. And we want to win awards. And we don't really want to know what, what <laughs> works. We want to know what wins awards. And the ad manager from the client, they want to win awards too. So frankly, we don't want you in the meetings. And we don't ever want to see your portfolio again. So I started my own consulting firm. So, you know, it'll be 40 years come this uh, September. And I fought for testing the entire way. Uh, I was working with a little catalog out on the East Coast a couple of years ago and a furniture company. And they said uh, they hired a new VP from a major brand, uh, major consumer uh, beverage. And he said to me, John, why would we want to mail to our existing customers who already understand our product line? Our major problem is image recognition or brand recognition. Nobody knows who we are. So why shouldn't we spend all our money in, in uh, going to prospects with, with media, social media and mass media? And I said, Patrick, that's an excellent question. I've never been asked any better question than that. And I said, but we can tell, we can test, we can figure it out. He said, you can? <laughs> I said, yeah, here's how we do it. We take that, you know, couple of hundred thousand that you're gonna mail and we don't mail some of them. We just leave them out. We'll be very careful because you wanna leave out an equal, you know, equal proportions of the good ones and the medium ones and the bad ones. I mean, it's not, it's not as easy as it sounds, but we'll selectively eliminate like 10% of them. And then we'll watch how they do in the next month or two. And, you know, because we'd built a, a, a customer database, we could actually keep track. And it turned out that the ones who were not mailed uh, lost them about, well, the, let's just, the way I ran the numbers, 
the the cost of the catalog to the customers generated 300% uh, ROI. Bottom line, Bottom EBITDA. Line, EBITDA. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then we started figuring out that the, we got a lot of orders from people who weren't customers, but were like the next door neighbors to our customers. And if you took that into account, Patrick said, we'll take them both. Let's look at both of them. He's a very smart guy. I really like Patrick. Anyway, he said, you know, see what the ROI is then. It was 900%. And this is in a cloud of, this is in a cloud of digital and mass media and a beautiful website and anything else they could think of doing. We didn't turn that off. We let it go, but we didn't know the impact of that. And it's really hard to tell who's watching and who isn't, right? As I said earlier, but in mail, we know who got it and what they did. And we know who didn't get it and what they didn't do. And we found out a 900% ROI. But more importantly than that, then we said, okay, now since we've got such great impact with our customers and dependent of what we thought, kind of like John's story where we, they bought extra stuff. They came back and bought more. What a surprise. We asked him to buy more. And they gave it to their neighbors and they bought more. It, you know, I'm not saying it you shouldn't do the other stuff. I'm saying it really, really worked. I said, this is working so well, we should try de deliberately driving traffic to the stores because they had about 80 retail stores. And we did four of the main buying propositions that they had. They had four things that they used to say to people about why their furniture was good. Well, it turned out that one of them did more had more impact in, tra in, in store traffic and purchases than the other three put together. So they scrapped this and they started doing TV commercials with that one phrase. And, and the TV commercials were designed to drive people to their website. <clears throat> then thanks to Brian DeLate at LS Direct, <clears throat> you may know Brian, I don't know, but it was his idea, it wasn't had, had nothing to do with me. This was back a few years ago when pretty much no one had heard of it. We would take the people who came to the website and send them a mailer to give them an offer to get them to the stores. Well, that worked like crazy. Then they, they, they basically, the whole thing just poured gas on, on the little bit that we found from mail. We figured out how to model uh, and how to drive traffic with prospecting um, to the stores with mail. The bottom line was they'd been growing through incremental growth about 10% a year, not bad, but always by opening new stores. But in one year, they went from 75 million to 100 million in sales. And one year for a retailer had been around forever. It was their number one growth year and they went public. But I just want to under you to understand it was built on a foundation of knowledge where mail was the catalyst that allowed them to pour fuel on all the other media. So we got holdout test, offer test. Got it? Well, the J. Jill and Nordstrom's, which happened to be within, I think, a week of each other that they did this, the, the, the stock call, um, is a great illustration of the, of the cost of not testing. Uh, I think the people that stopped the mail should be fired. And 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 probably blackballed anybody that stupid should go keep bees or something uh you didn't have to stop all the mail all you had to do was stop it at five select stores or some subset and you would have your answer without the dramatic 
in, negative impact in sales. I mean, that is textbook stupid. Okay. Study the JC Penny case study. You know, it doesn't have anything to do with mail. It just has to do with when somebody decides in their head that they know everything and don't want to listen to anybody, then it cost JC Penny in that case, $4 billion. Okay, you're going to test or are you going to hire a guy from Apple who knows all the answers? I mean, I'm not saying what he did was wasn't completely idiotic, but the numbers weren't there and there was no testing. And from what I've read, he didn't want to listen to anybody. So when somebody asked me, you know, does it make sense to put a starburst or does it make sense to put a QR code? I don't have to say Oh, I hate QR codes or like my kids, dad, those are for boomers or whatever. You say, look, let's put it on some and not on some and be very careful about it, right? And we can give you the answer. It may take a little while, but it's possible. And I think if we could get that message across and what really scares me right now is that there has been sort of a renewed interest in mail. But man, and I, re, I search the internet every day for articles mentioning direct mail. And I find them in some weird places, in some weird countries. But I never see anybody's talk about, I mean, like tomorrow, I'm gonna be talking about this tomorrow morning, about an excellent article. And they, they, they have a, a statistic that they say on the retargeting, there was a big study and somebody did retargeting with just email. And then if people didn't open the email, they mailed them something. And the response rate from the mail was double the response rate from the email. And I say, oh, that's nice. What's the cost of mail compared to email? 10 times higher, 20 times higher. I'm not saying there isn't ROI, but I'm saying, look, the numbers will bear it out. And yet, there's no, there's no mention of the context. And I'm basically, I'm tired of direct mailers and direct marketers who should know better, not even, not even describing how powerful the tools are that we have for really getting an answer. And maybe it's because, you know, the people who really know are all dead, but there's a couple of us left who could, could really help. And, I, and I'm just, I'm completely mystified by the whole thing. You, we can give you the answer. You don't have to be blind. And we're not opposed to you spending most of the money on, you know, imprinted lollipops or something. So Migs, what are the attributes of this channel that, that has it over all the others, that it continues to attract all age groups? Well, first of all, as my style consultant pointed out, after she had let the mail pile up for a couple of weeks or months, because she just couldn't deal with it in the pandemic, she said, eventually, I had to deal with it. I had to look at it. All other advertising disappears if you ignore it. Think about that. You know, the billboard stays up, but you're along down the highway. You don't have to think about it. All you have to do is not. You know, the digital ads on your morning screen, you've probably already seen a hundred digital ads today. 
I don't remember one. I can't remember one except maybe the nice pitch that Debbie gave for the for the uh, DMC NY. <laughs> I can't, and I don't mean to be facetious about it, but uh, you know, I can remember. I got this, <laughs> but I got this mailer yesterday which is a bad, terrible mailer. It's got an owl on it and it says stand out and it's got Miglosh marketing reverse print. Can you imagine a worse mailer than that? It's like unreadable. It's like, you know, I, it's terrible. I, I couldn't imagine anybody doing anything worse than that. And you know what? I, I can had to engage with it. Dang it. Cause mail doesn't throw itself away. Everybody else does every other medium throws itself away without engagement. That's the magic right there.